0: Back from England after back-to-back losses to the New York Yankees, the Boston Red Sox face the Toronto Blue Jays at the Rogers Center. And whether these Red Sox have enough left in the tank to salvage what has been a very disappointing season so far remains to be seen. The bet here is it's just not in the cards for the defending World Series champs to repeat this season. Too slow a start to the year, too many holes in the bullpen, and an uneven starting rotation that has gone hot and cold the way a flush toilet affects the temperature of the water in a shower. The Red Sox are a full 11 games behind the New York Yankees for first place in the AL East and five and a half behind the second place Tampa Bay Rays. The team the Sox faced tonight, the Blue Jays, were 11-4 winners over the Kansas City Royals last night. Freddie Galvis hit two home runs and Kevin Biggio drove in four for the Jays. They continued their rebuilding year with some promising glimpses of young players like those two and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. The New York Mets were idle last night as they prepare to welcome back the crosstown rival New York Yankees from London with a subway series that starts at Citi Field in Queens tonight. James Paxton goes for the Yankees against Zach Wheeler for the Mets. The Mets are struggling through another season that has so far fallen well short of expectations, and their misfortune has spread beyond the play on the ball field to some rather embarrassing errors made by the front office. The Mets recently showed a video honoring and remembering members of the 1969 team on that squad's 50th anniversary of winning the World Series. Players on that underdog team that won the very first World Series in Mets history, who are no longer alive, were honored in that video with a remembrance, including Jim Gosker and Jesse Hudson. They were shown with the words, we remember, under their names. There's just one problem with that. Oscar and Hudson are very much still alive, and the Mets had to reach out to both players and apologize for placing them on the other side of that ledger. It has been that kind of year so far for the Metropolitans. Meanwhile, the baseball world is struggling to come to terms with a very real death, and a shocking one at that. 27-year-old pitcher for the LA Angels Tyler Skaggs was found dead in a hotel room in Texas on Monday. No word has emerged yet on the cause of death, but ESPN reports police say foul play is not suspected and investigation is underway. The Angels and Rangers were scheduled to play each other in Texas last night, but the game was called off following that news. Skaggs was a Los Angeles area native and was a first round pick by the Angels in 2009. To the minor leagues in a New York Penn League action, the Vermont Lake Monsters dropped their third game in a row, a 7-1 loss on the road to the Lowell Spinners in Massachusetts last night. Monster starter Jack Cushing breezed through the first three innings. He allowed just two base runners on a hit and a walk, but the Spinners got to the Georgetown grad and 22nd pick overall for the Oakland A's in the fourth inning when Joe Davis knocked a three-run homer to give Lowell the lead for good. But a team trending in the other direction is the Vermont Mountaineers, now winners of nine games in a row after an 8-4 victory over the two-time defending NECBL champion Valley Blue Sox at a recreational field in Montpelier last night. Evan Giordano blasted a three-run homer in the third inning, and the Mountaineers scored three more in the eighth to put the game away. They improved to 12-7 and seven on the year. Again, they've won nine in a row, and they are now in sole possession of first place in the Northern Division. They've got a home contest tonight at Recreational Field against the Keene Swamp Bats. The Upper Valley Nighthawks had the day off. They will take on the Winnipesaukee Muskrats tonight. Day one of the Wimbledon tennis tournament was all about upsets, at least on the women's side. None more stunning than number 2 seed Naomi Osaka being ousted in her first-round match in straight sets by Yulia Putinzeva of Kazakhstan. Osaka was coming off a pretty amazing upset of her own when she beat Serena Williams in the U.S. Open final for her first Grand Slam victory and was expected to vie for the title at Wimbledon before her 7-6, 6-2 defeat yesterday. Venus Williams also made an early departure, losing to 15-year-old sensation Corey Coco Goff, who grew up watching and idolizing both Williams sisters. No major upsets on the men's side heading into Day 2 of action today. Now, there are very few sporting events that could distract from the tradition, the regalia, and the excellence on display at the All-England Club. But if there is anything that can, it is the English national women's soccer team taking on the U.S. in a knockout round semifinal match at the World Cup today. That match will take place at 3 o'clock Eastern time today, and it promises to be a spectacular game. The U.S. is favored to win, but England's impressive 3-0 shutout of a very good Norway team is a lot of observers wondering if the Lionesses can pull off the upset. Jill Scott is having a fantastic tournament for England, not as good as her teammate Ellen White, who leads all scorers with five goals in the tournament thus far. Of course, the Americans have a slew of stars of their own, including Megan Rapinoe, who has scored both goals in the U.S. win over France— and Alex Morgan and Carly Lloyd, among others. I think this one is going to extra time. I see Rapino putting home the game-winner for the U.S., but we shall see. Finally, some quick notes from the hockey world. And while the New York Rangers didn't make the playoffs last season, after signing one of the best defensemen in the game in Jacob Truba from the Winnipeg Jets, the Rangers plucked dynamic winger Artemi Panarin from the Columbus Blue Jackets yesterday. The Boston Bruins made a depth-forward signing Brett Ritchie. He played most recently for the Dallas Stars. Got some heft. He's 6'4", 220. That should help as a fourth liner. The Montreal Canadiens are trying to pluck speedy forward Sebastian Aho away from the Carolina Hurricanes with an offer sheet. But he's a restricted free agent so the Canes can match any offer that the Habs make. And the Toronto Maple Leafs picked up Colorado Avalanche defenseman Tyson Barry yesterday.